Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Central Texas Life with Ann Harder presents Central Texas Events. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Central Texas Events with Ann Harder. And my goodness, we are Central Texas today because Linda Griffith from Salado is here, and she is representing the Tonkawa chapter of the Native Plant Society of Texas as president. And I had the honor of meeting her the other day, and you had that beautiful T-shirt on. Make sure they can see. Isn't that lovely? But we talked, and of course, with me, talking plants, that's, you know, that's one of my happy places to be. As you know, Salado is a happy place for me to be. But uh, Linda, you get to live there. Yes, I do. And uh, you really have a kind of a mission with the Native Plant Society. Tell me, first of all, about the group and what you're doing in Salado. We have a really diverse group. Uh, we have retired senior citizens and young families. And I believe that the reason our club is so popular it, well, first we meet at Barrel Brewing. That's never hurt anybody. <laughs> That's right, Katie Hill and her yeah. gang. Yeah, oh yeah. Yes, but people are beginning to realize that if we are going to make a difference in the planet, we're going to have to go native. We've got to conserve water. We've got to do some plantings. And we are very excited about our chapter. We are working with numerous schools because the future of this earth lies with its young people. Kids have to understand. They yeah. have to know. And they we've, we we are in dire straits in a drought. I mean, we fought numerous uh, requests for large developments to take millions of gallons of water from the aquifer mm -hmm. to water non-natives. And it's just important that we all understand that. If we're so you're an it, advocacy group. Well, I'm an advocacy person. Let's put, <laughs> <laughs> but, but I mean, you really did. You, you fought... Um, a group that was going to have, was it St. Augustine? I mean, the grass. Bermuda. Uh, Bermuda grass, that's yes, what it was. Bermuda. And uh, it was going to just take, well, it takes a lot of water. It's invasive. It's non-native. It takes a lot of water. And once you get it, you can't get rid of it. It will kill out natives. Oh. So we're trying to encourage everybody to plant native trees and native plants and native grasses. We have, I don't think people understand that pollinators are the most important thing that we can do. Of course. Plants are beautiful and I love them and they give me great joy, but without those plants, we don't eat. Every third mouthful of food comes from a bee. Yeah. So the only way we are going to encourage and feed those pollinators is to give them food and their food comes from our native plants. 
We have host plants where they lay their eggs. We have nectar plants where the monarchs on their way back and forth oh, yeah. stop for a drink. And we've got the plants that we are encouraging everybody to participate in. Birds are a big pollinator. They're mm -hmm. great. They do their job. And we have a book signing coming up this Saturday. It's called... Which would be September 16th. 16th at 1 o'clock at mm -hmm. the Salado Civic Center. And uh, the book is uh, Land Stewardship for Birds for Central Texas. It focuses on the native plants that feed 108 species of birds mm. that live right here and pass through in Central Texas. And then after that, we, were, uh, we have a plant sale coming up on September 22nd at Barrel Brewing, always a good spot, <laughs> and that we're focusing on trees, mm -hmm. and that's at 7 o'clock. That's a Friday evening. It's a Friday evening. There's going to be music. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a really nice, always music at Barrel's, and of always course. welcome there. Yeah. But we're focusing on trees because this drought has killed a lot, even yeah. our natives. Native it's been trees, it's been a really rough summer. It it's raining that's yeah that's right we're happy to say it's raining Ooh. as we're taping this so yeah but it, but it's been it's been hard and when you have plants that take a lot of water you know it's it's just hard hard on the planet well you've got big box stores and they sell them yeah and they're beautiful they are and they're tempting they're as a gardener they're, yes. they're beautiful but as even in the case of the monarch butterfly you can yeah. buy those non-native tropical plants and it will actually kill the monarch really larva people don't normally know that but no. if they uh they lay their eggs on that non-native tropical plant looks beautiful not then it dies. So when the egg hatches, there's nothing for it to eat because the plant dies too soon. Right. And there's a bacterial infection. And I'm sorry, I don't really know what it's about, but it can actually kill the egg before it even becomes a larva. Mm. So there's just a lot. That's, I mean, yeah. a lot of the things uh, that people get at the big box stores are not going to make it through the drought. Mm -hmm. They're not going to make it through the snowmageddon if we have another. Yeah. We had three and a half acres, and it's loaded with native grasses, trees, and plants, and they breezed right through Snowmageddon. They did struggle a little bit, and we are, are still are in water conservation. Mm -hmm, we can only sure. water on Wednesdays, but they're making it. They're not thriving. But yeah, they're, they're but they're living. alive. They're alive, and that's <laughs> all that matters. Everything else that's non-native died. Uh, well, now you brought a plant. Tell me about this little fella. Well, this guy is a liatris, a gay feather, which is very prolific in central Texas. It's those beautiful gatherings of purple spears and many, many butterflies and pollinators will are attracted to that. Mm -hmm. This was rescued from a construction site that was about to be bulldozed down. Mm -hmm. yeah. And we got a group together, went over, dug them all up with permission. The State Native Plant Society requires that if we're gonna rescue, we have to have permission. Yeah. And we did have permission and we saved almost 200. That's amazing. And so will they be a part of the uh, sale? Yes, they will. Okay. And we will have uh, milkweed. We have three different varieties okay, of Okay, so what is the, there's a tropical milkweed, uh, butterfly milkweed, and so, but you're telling me there's a difference with some of these plants? They are. Uh, the milkweed plants that the monarch lay their eggs on in central Texas is the, uh, it's the antelope horn, mm -hmm. the green milkweed, 
And then there are a couple of others, tuberosa, and there's a, a, a pearl milkweed. And maybe, so the, yeah. But there, what happens is, is monarchs on their way uh, in the spring will lay their eggs on the antelopes and on the green. Mm -hmm. And the, when they hatch out, then there's plenty of times for the, the caterpillars to eat all the leaves. Right. Then they go on to, down to Mexico. On their way back, they have to have nectar. And there's a whole variety of plants, uh, fall asters and white milkweed, I mean, white mist and blue mist, all of those supply nectar and feed them on their journey. Then they come back. And the monarch is an amazing thing. And yeah. we do have, we probably got about almost 250 milkweeds that we have grown ourselves mm -hmm. and nurtured through this heat and they will be available for purchase and they're hard to find. So we're really excited about that. Okay. So the, so the tropical milkweed, probably what I have, I do notice a lot of monarchs l l love the flower on their way out, but I never see any larva on it. And that's, it is, if you come to our sale, we'll mm -hmm. show you exactly what the difference is. Okay. The tuberosa will look very similar, but it's more of a cluster, and the tropical is more little spiky right. flowers. Right. So the tuberosa is the one you want, mm -hmm. and the and the tropical is not so good. Okay. Um, it's sold as a milkweed, and mm -hmm. it looks like one, yeah. but it's not really conducive to the Well, mine always, mine get aphids, and they just totally... That's okay. I, well, I know. I mean, aphids the aphids are, are just... Bad. They're aphids. just eating them up a storm, and then the... That's okay. And then the little, the little ladybugs get on there and eat the aphids. So, it's yeah, I've got a little ecosystem going. Perfect. But, but they're kind of... The blooms aren't doing so good. So well, my monarchs are going right to be happy now. that the blooms aren't there because they do love those flowers. Well, I'm a little bit concerned too, because when they start that trip back up north, they're not going to have as much. We're really getting out there and, and you can actually go to wild seed stores and uh -huh. they've got butterfly uh, feeders. Oh, really? So that you can actually get them. They're specific for, but, uh, for the butterflies. There's a a mix that you can get and ah. put it in with your bushes and they I'm hoping maybe we can do that that's a good idea yeah nothing has everything's turned upside down right now yeah. with all the climate issues it's just not the same but yeah yeah maybe it's, it's our new normal well and that that could be the case and that's why we need to kind of be light on our feet and be ready to to shift and do what we need to to um, maintain a great um situation for the pollinators and for the birds and so it's exciting to got you've got this book signing so the author the name of the author will be rufus stevens rufus stevens will be at the at the uh, civic center at the civic center in salado in salado and the uh that's in the afternoon on uh -huh, on one saturday one o'clock will be for sale there'll mm -hmm. be a signing and he's going to give a whole presentation okay and this is this is uh land stewardship for birds a guide for central texas yes. and that sounds that sounds awesome but then uh, coming up on the 22nd and 23rd friday evening you're kind of focusing on the shrubs right well and trees, trees and shrubs on friday and then everything on saturday everything on saturday and that would include plants Got like a lot of those like this as well um wonderful 
that's that's a that's a great thing. And and uh, you're doing some amazing things in Salado. Um, I think you've you've helped you know different organizations and groups learn how to plant with native plants, right? Do their landscaping. Absolutely, and you can have a beautiful yard with native plants. Yeah. There is a variety of, they're just treasure. I mean, the colors are magnificent. The butterflies they attract. The, one of the most important things we can think about right now is conserving water. Rain harvesting is big because it's not gonna go away. We actually have seven 300 gallon cubes that you can purchase. We got ours here in Waco. Mm -hmm. You can connect it to your, uh, to the gutters. Yeah. And that, that is going to save us. The more rainwater we can harvest, the better yeah. we're going to be. Yeah, yeah. And the plants like it so much better. <laughs> what comes out of the hose? The hose keeps them alive. Keeps the them alive. makes but... them grow. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's so, the best. Yeah, well, we're really hoping for maybe some thunderstorms because they like the lightning, too. Yes, a little <laughs> bit of a one-inch yeah. downpour would do us all some good. It, the, wouldn't it be aquifer good? aquifer is in very, very bad shape. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you are doing all the good in Salado, Linda. I appreciate so much your time and, and for telling us about these great events that are coming up on Saturday the 16th, book signing yes, at the Civic Center in Salado, and then at Barrow Brewing on Friday the 22nd and the 23rd, Saturday the 23rd. You can do some shopping. Absolutely. And help your landscaping out at the same time. And help us with our community projects, all the money from the sale goes right back to the community right and you're you're working at the schools you've got you've got special Churches beds at the and schools mm -hmm. and libraries and and county seats i mean courthouses we're just anybody that'll let us plant will move right in okay and i guess if somebody wants to uh, maybe learn more about your organization how can they do that we have a website and it is m-p-s-o-t-c-e-n-t-x org. Okay. All the information you need will be there. Linda, Ever thank bit. you so much. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate what you're doing. And thank you for being with us for Central Texas Events. We'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.